what it's like to be part of the LGBTQ community working in business aviation, and how we can all continue to foster a more inclusive environment. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. June is LGBTQ Pride Month in the U.S., a time to recognize the impact of those who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender or transsexual, queer, or other alternative sexual and gender identities or expressions. In 1999, Bill Clinton was the first U.S. president to proclaim June as Pride Month to mark the 30th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, a watershed moment for the gay community. Now, the business aviation community is home to many who identify Identify as LGBTQ+, and it always has been, though even to this day, some choose to hide their orientation out of fear of discrimination, or worse. And while today's environment is much more accepting and open to the LGBTQ community, there is still more to be done. Today, I'm pleased to welcome three business aviation pilots who are among the many LGBTQ plus individuals working in our industry. We'll begin with Ari Sarmento, Vice President of Flight Crew and Chief Pilot for Silver Air. Ari, please tell us a bit about your job and why you're so passionate about business aviation. Well, I, I started my career at American Airlines 15 years and took an early retirement and been in business aviation for the last 20 years. Each day brings a new and different challenge, uh, providing and setting examples for flight crew as the chief pilot to set the tone for the culture and the environment that we work in. There's a lot of different individuals in business aviation, uh, everything from aircraft owners, charter passengers, high net worth people, famous people. You come across everything every day and diversity in the work environment uh, benefits not only the company, but the passengers as well, I feel. Andrew Z flies single pilot for a Part 91 family operation. What led you into business aviation, Andrew? Well, for me, I was always attracted to it mainly for the lifestyle and getting into business aviation. I feel like I have my hand in a lot of different pots, you know, instead of just flying, I kind of oversee the whole operation of our jet. I was flying a jet part 91, basically for a family. And so, you know, dealing with the maintenance aspects of it, dealing with the flight plan and making sure that everything's FAA compliant, booking hotels and rental cars and kind of doing a little bit of everything. It keeps things very interesting. And I, I like that. My third guest today is Keith DeChambeau, owner of Acadian Seaplanes. We do seaplane charter throughout New England in the summertime, and then we take the operation down to Florida and Bahamas in the winter. We also do aircraft management, and we're an Aeroset float dealer. I also contract fly uh, Falcon 50 for a family, and through Clay Lacey Aviation, I'm sure most of you guys have heard of Clay Lacey, a very well-known company, great people to work for. So that was kind of my introduction into business aviation, even though I've been flying seaplanes for for years, like in and out of New York City, but it's been fun and exciting. No two days are, are the same for me. I'm currently on a uh, East Coast demo tour. I'm also the demo pilot for Dahar Kodiak. So a uh, super fun airplane to fly and to show people. I love what I do. And uh, like I said before, every day is extremely different and rewarding. Keith, has being part of the LGBTQ plus community created any challenges for you working in the industry? You know, probably starting out, you know, I wasn't out of the closet. Uh, I stayed there for quite a long time. Um, I was in fear of my business, losing customers, losing peers and friends. 
And I wish I would have maybe went back 10 years prior and was just uh, my true self to begin with. But I might have lost a couple of customers along the way. But uh, what I've made in return, I just couldn't ask for anything more. Ari, have you encountered any challenges? Usually on an individual level between individuals on the flight deck and, and misperceptions, which have been cleared up and, and corrected because when you're when you're the chief pilot, you get to set the tone and set the environment. So there's been a lot of opportunity to educate. And usually it's it's a situation where people have misconceptions and they have an understanding that has been uh, given to them by misinformation. And when they get to, to know you and they get to understand what you're doing and how you're doing it, the respect for doing the position and, and the work allows for an understanding and accepting. Um, so a few individual situations, but nothing too difficult. Andrew, does that sound similar to your experiences? Yeah, that sounds very similar. Uh, I think people are, for the most part, very accepting. I've been lucky enough to work for very small companies where I definitely feel like it's a small family, part of the family where everybody knows each other very well. There's been a few rare occasions where I'll be with somebody who might not, I guess, understand the LGBTQ community and in turn maybe not know how to talk to you or, or oh, is it okay to invite this person out uh, after work for drinks or they just feel uncomfortable. So in turn, sometimes felt excluded just because they don't know how to act around you or don't, I don't know, but just feel uncomfortable in general. So they just choose not to, I guess. But that's, I wouldn't even call that challenging, just more of a little bump in the road, I guess, and an opportunity for teaching. When you've encountered those situations in which you felt excluded, Andrew, have they tended to resolve themselves eventually, or did you just kind of perhaps move on from that particular person or group? I would say a vast majority of the time they've resolved themselves and they see the you know daily interaction with you and hey, this this is an okay guy. This is somebody that I can hang out with as well. On a very rare occasion, there's people that just absolutely shut down and don't want to deal with it and which is fine too as long as everybody can keep a professional situation and everybody's civil and it's great more of our discussion in just a moment but first this word from nbaa nbaa flight plan listeners if you value the expertise you get from your weekly podcast we've got a way for you to get answers from experts live our nbaa news hour webinars give you access to the best operational legal technical and other guidance for business aviation participate today by visiting nbaa.org newshour we're back now with keith DeChambeau, ari sarmento and andrew z and our conversation about the experiences of gay pilots in business aviation as we commemorate lgbtq plus pride month in the u.s Ari, we discussed encountering challenges in the industry as a whole from being part of the LGBTQ plus community. But have there been situations that affected your ability to act as a team on the flight deck? I wouldn't say so much on the flight deck, but in training situations where you're doing company in dock and you have maybe 20 individuals in the audience and you're trying to explain to people diversity and what that is and how it can be applied. And you come across individuals who are just against, I, I've had pilots not want to fly with women pilots. I've had pilots not want to fly with gay pilots or pilots of color. Um, those individuals, they'll get educated. And if they don't want to accept, then it's a situation where the culture is not a good fit for them. Andrew? I've always been Interestingly enough, in a situation where I've been single pilot, except for on a rare occasion where we've had 
maybe owner's request somebody else be along or I'm taking a CFI with me or somebody who's not even rated on the aircraft just to kind of act as a stand-in safety pilot. I never wanted to go the instructing route, so I started out flying skydivers, which was single pilot. And then I moved into Grand Canyon tours, again, single pilot. And then uh, air ambulance for five years, which was, again, single pilot in the in the King Air. And moving on to the jet, it was also a single pilot. The owner actually has his private pilot's license, and I would say 80% of the time sits up front with me in the uh, co-pilot seat, which is technically a passenger seat at that point. Keith, what about you? Yeah, so I'm very similar. I've been a uh, single pilot for most of my life as well, and obviously until I jumped into a jet. We got a great team, you know. The bosses know I'm gay. Our whole flight crew knows, and you know, even the uh, flight attendant. And uh, we just we all have a great time. It doesn't hinder getting the job done, and we're just normal people doing our our daily job. And so I guess I've been pretty fortunate. That's I've never been excluded out of anything, or never felt excluded. That's great to hear. You know, I started in the aviation industry back in 2005, so from the beginning, it seemed pretty normal to me that gays and lesbians were naturally part of that community. That said, I think the tone of our national conversation on such topics changed a bit over the last few years. Have any of you encountered any setbacks recently in the progress that we've made up to that point? I have definitely seen within the last few years a lot more verbal statements by some individuals in the in the business community that you wouldn't have expected from them, but because of the current political atmosphere, um, they felt more emboldened to, to say things that they probably knew that weren't appropriate to be said in the workplace or on the flight deck. Uh, but nothing that hasn't been addressed, nothing too severe, but I have seen that and that's unfortunate, but it is part of the world we live in. That is unfortunate, Ari, and hopefully we'll see that change going forward. What strategies would you recommend to other LGBTQ plus employees in business aviation who might face discrimination on the job? I'd say first and foremost is having a thorough command of the aircraft, the requirements of the position that you're in, the role of the position that you're in, uh, limitations, and, and be, be top-notch in what you're doing from an aircraft control and, and company requirements. And then the other one is have an open mind to educate because sometimes people will make statements and they just don't understand it. And if you can provide clarification and, and your view of it, you might change their mind. I've seen that happen a lot. I've been in settings where the instructors are talking about things that are inappropriate, bashing people of diversity, which is unacceptable for any setting. So I've had those difficult conversations as well. But I would say focus on your requirements for the job and and being the best you can be and then uh, being open enough to educate and clarify for others. Great advice. Andrew, what tips would you recommend? Honestly, I think the best thing is just to be yourself and prove that you are a good aviator and that you're a good coworker right there and allow people to accept you for who you are. A lot of people just don't run into this situation. And uh, let's be honest, aviation is a very straight male dominated industry. So we're kind of pioneers in the field in that, in that respect. So it's a lot of people just haven't come across it and you just need to, in, a, in essence, prove yourself. Keith? Yeah, I'd say just be the best that you can, best at what you do, and be who you are. 
a uh, good person, good communicator, and just respect that not everyone shares the same beliefs. Uh, sometimes it may take a bit for someone to warm up to you, and next thing you know, they might be your best friend. You never know. Let's flip the question slightly, Keith. What can business aviation do to help the LGBTQ plus community be their authentic selves on the job? I would say, you know, just the biggest thing would be create a positive work environment for all to be themselves would be the biggest. Ari, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I've worked for a few companies over the years, and each and every one of them that I've spent time with has always been very accepting and always had an open mind to any type of involvement that I as a leader in the company could provide with being a member of the NGPA and, and now as a board member of the NGPA. Um, they were all very inclusive. So I've seen companies come along and get into a better position with the LGBTQ community and, and diversity. So that's, that's something that makes me very happy. Andrew? Well, I think it's very simple. I think businesses, you know, employers, aircraft owners just need to be able to have an open mind. And it's really that simple. Uh, June is Pride Month, of course. And we have our, our, our aircraft based at Atlantic Aviation. And just last week, I was walking through the lobby and on one of the flat screen monitors in there, Atlantic Aviation had on the, the screensaver that rotates around NGPA, National Gay Pilots Association, kind of an ad, I guess, advertising, you know, pioneers in aviation. And it definitely put a smile on my face and made me realize that, yeah, companies like Atlantic and others are having an open mind and they're kind of looking out for us and making it feel normal for us that are out there in the industry. I've got a quick story for you that kind of highlights my current situation. Uh, I was working for a company out of California flying the CJ-1, and we sold the aircraft that I was flying on. So I went ahead and ended up flying for, for the owner and interviewed me. We went to a casual restaurant, and he was telling me about kind of his lifestyle and how I could fit in there with the aircraft. And he was talking about how they spent a lot of time in this uh, resort town of, of Sun Valley. And he just kind of looked at me and gave me the side eye and said, well, you know, there's plenty to do up there and uh, plenty of women or men for you to meet, whatever you're into. And <laughs> immediately that made me feel at ease. And he was just kind of giving me that out that, hey, I don't care who you are interested in in your dating life, but it'll fit in with, with me. And that was, that was pretty cool, I thought. You can learn more about the National Gay Pilots Association, which is the largest organization of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender aviation professionals and enthusiasts from around the world at NGPA.org. Of course, NBAA is also committed to fostering an open and accepting business aviation community. For more information about the association's efforts to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout business aviation, visit NBAA.org diversity. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store. Wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.